Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Be Easy Podcast listeners. You know who this is. Your host, Chanel. I, this morning, am doing this podcast live from my car with my munchkins in the car giving them a little taste of one what it's like to do a podcast and two um giving them the opportunity to listen in on today's topic i believe that if we fill our children with positivity in the morning they have better days versus leaving them with a level of negativity now i get it some things happen in the morning you know children sometimes get fussed at because they are doing something that you you know told them not to do or they aren't doing something that you told them to do and it can throw their day off a little bit but i do believe that if you leave them with a hug leave them with a kiss leave them with some positive affirmation your children have a better day than versus just leaving it off with the negative energy. Also, um, you never know the day or the hour that you or your children are gone so or may leave this earth, should I say. So you definitely never want your last words to be to your children something uh, negative. That will have a profound effect on you for the rest of of your life so you do not want to leave off on a negative vibe even when they go to bed you want it to be a positive vibe I give my children hugs and I'm not really a hugger so we just have our own way of doing that part my youngest daughter you know blesses everybody before she goes to bed and says have a blessed night and we share that with her as well so there's a lot of positive things that you should do with your children Reminder, your children did not ask to be in this crazy world, but we bought them here out of selfish reasons of yearning for a child or, you know, doing an act that we didn't protect ourselves and the child is the end result of that act. But it is still your job as a parent to provide the love, the care, the happiness and the joy that they experience until they understand all of uh all of life and you know teaching them coping mechanisms and things of that nature so yesterday i didn't get to talk to you all because it was a bananas monday like just another manic monday (laughs) literally a manic monday like i was all over the place my daughter got sick yesterday i had to get her uh, from school, had to finish the deliveries I had. Like, it was a crazy Monday. So, before I go into Tuesday, I want to give you um, this. You do not know what God has in store for you if you rest upon comparing your life other people if you sit around and you looking at social media and you trying to figure out why your life isn't like that you might want to stop look in the mirror and realize that the reflection in the mirror is your only competition 
and that what you see on Instagram should be inspiration to where you are trying to get to. Not necessarily questioning why. And if you are going to still question why, your why would be you. You are the reason that you aren't there. You are the reason that you haven't successfully made it. You have a gift. You have a blessing that God endowed you with. So now what are you going to do with it? You are the seed. You need to sow into yourself so that you can later reap the harvest. Excuse me. You need to ensure that you are doing everything it is that needs to be done in order for you to reap the rewards. You can't just think, oh, well, you know what, girl, I can do hair. But you don't never promote yourself. You never advertise yourself. You are never at any of the hair shows or the trade shows or any business events connecting with people. You aren't out on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat when you do hair. You're not creating, you're not taking pictures and creating a lookbook or something to show for your work. Honey, you're the reason that you don't have what you see is people having on Facebook or Instagram. Like you got to do the work. My bishop on Sunday spoke about the former rain and the latter rain in the same month. You've been praying for a breakthrough. You've been praying for something to happen to you for you. And you just aren't getting why. So the former rain is to loosen up the soil for you to sow the seed yourself. So God is loosening up the soil for you so you can plant your feet in it and get yourself prepared and ready for what is set to take place in your life. So now you got to do the harvest. You got to work. You got to grind. You got to do whatever it takes late night, early mornings. You got to put up extra money. You got to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Whatever it takes. So that you can again reap the rewards. So when the latter rain comes, and normally the latter rain comes, you know, a little later, it comes in the same month. That is the rain that you know is when harvest season is coming. The floodgates of heaven opened so that all of the work that you did, toiling over, making sure it was correct, making sure that this was in order, promoting yourself, being visible, being coachable, all of that stuff, every single bit. Now that ladder rain is here and honey, you are about to reap your harvest. Now don't pull it up too soon because your roots could not be 100% ready and you could rip it up thinking that you in that place so be sure that your harvest is full grown because here's the deal we could start doing stuff like let me give you an example you start seeing some money flow in right and next thing you know it just abruptly stops You started to live your life a little different based on the money that was coming in. You started frivolously spending based on the money that was coming in. And now that it has stopped, what do you have left? Nothing. The sales aren't coming in the same. The 
people aren't rolling through the door the same. You don't have the same clientele. So there was something that happened and you pulled up. (coughs) Your rewards just a little too soon. So be careful. Continue to pray along the way. Continue to make sure that you stay grounded in the word. Bishop said, if you want to know somebody, if you want to be able to relate to somebody in the Bible, read the book of Ruth. And she met her Boaz in the process. So that's a twofold story right there. Read Ruth. Ruth has shared some things with you about toiling over the harvest, working to get what she feels like is so rightfully deserved what you deserve you gotta speak it into your life you gotta say well you know what i see me being a homeowner i am a homeowner speak it don't just say oh i want to be a homeowner what you want may never come to fruition you thank god for the mortgage thank him in advance thank you god for the mortgage Thank you, God, for the six-bedroom, five-bathroom, four-car garage house with the added bonus apartment style for whatever it is that you want to turn it into. Thank them in advance. It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight, but eventually it will come to pass. You just have to do the work. You scared to do the work? Then don't expect the harvest. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't just jump in your lap because your name is whatever your name is and all of a sudden now it's just like oh you know what we're just gonna jump into her lap no god sees you working so therefore he has something to bless but faith without works is dead so you can be praying for but if you're not working for what is there to bless i'm gonna let you ponder on that one if you aren't working What is there to bless? If you're not putting forth the ground, what is there to bless? That's like saying, you know what? I'm a mother. But you never feed your children. You never clothe them. You never take them anywhere. You never play with them. You just don't do anything. And you expect them to grow up and be a great human being. You expect them to grow up and just understand what it means to take care of their clothes and knowing how to cook. But you expect them to grow up and be healthy and strong, but you never fed them, never clothed them, never played with them, never taught them any lessons or gave them any structure. And this is all that you want from them? (laughs) Yeah, no, mm -mm, sorry, simply does not work like that. You have to put in the work period if you start using the metaphors of life to understand how things are going to work it will be a lot easier start thinking start using your thoughts to manifest what it is that you want start allowing God to manifest things in your life by you doing the work Start allowing things to take shape and take form in your life by you praying, working, fasting in between if necessary. And believe you me, things will start revealing itself and the blessings will start raining upon you. 
in the process you can't get weary when it doesn't happen you got to keep going you got to stay on faith street because the blessings only come to faith street don't come to any other street except for faith street so stay faithful stay prayed up and continue to do the work in order to get what it is that you want I hope that blessed your soul this morning because after this break, I'm going to be flowing into our Tuesday's message or our new topic, new information. And then later today, I'll be bringing you two African-Americans who were positive in our society, whether it's an invention or something that they went through, something that catapulted them to the next level. So stay with me. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll come back and talk to you all some more about the topic of today, which is counting your blessings. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so we are back for Tuesday's topic, which is counting your blessings simply because we just, yeah, it's so many things that are happening out here in this world that we, you know, take for granted. And I'm going to tell you that my podcast this morning extended from yesterday So I was doing some deliveries yesterday for clients that are doing dialysis in home. And I've never been to a doctor's office where they, you know, do dialysis because I don't take it. Like, I don't need to have dialysis. So there would be, you know, no reason for me to go there. But when I was delivering those boxes yesterday and seeing the patients that are like at different levels, one guy, you know, had a bag and his skin was scaly almost and he wasn't healing properly. Like it just, it saddened me. Because I myself know that I wake up every day and though I say, you know, I'm thankful and I thank God for not passing me by and, you know, waking my family up and things of that nature, that I simply am not, you know, even taking the small things into account like a functioning kidney, functioning liver, you know, my heart still beating, I can still see You know, I can still hear and touch and things of that nature. Like the basic things is, you know, what we take for granted or the fact that at one point you were up and moving around and jovial and, you know, just extremely happy to now, you know, being bedridden and unable to, you know, move with the rest of you know, the people that you were hanging out with at one point, you know, people don't come and visit you as much because they're like, well, we don't want to see them in that state. And, you know, we can't get out the house with them, things of that nature, like wholeheartedly 
just, you know, changing the dynamic of your life. Here's the other thing that, you know, that empowered me to do this podcast this morning was the fact that that car accident where all five children lost their lives. I've mentioned before, I have three biological children and I have two bonus babies. And I could not imagine being in a car, not telling them to put on their seatbelts, get into a car accident, I survive and my children are gone. Like, I'm so thankful for my babies for so many reasons. Oh my goodness, so many reasons. However, that made me that more thankful for them. That much more thankful, excuse me. I could not imagine having to bury my children all because I neglected to tell them to put on their seatbelts. They didn't have on their seatbelts. And we got into a car accident? Oh my goodness. It's just so many things that's happening around you that you don't really wholeheartedly take into account because it's not affecting you directly. It's not on your doorstep. So it's an uncertainty like what to be thankful for. Be thankful for everything be thankful for it all at one point my son stayed in and out of the hospital when I tell you in and out of the hospital it was one ailment after another ailment one possible surgery after another surgery like it was one thing after another a hole in his heart heart murmurs like when I tell you it was just so many things but my son just celebrated his 13th birthday on Martin Luther King's birthday January 15th And though, you know, he didn't see it per se, like I was extremely grateful because there were moments in time when my son was first born that he had stopped breathing. There were moments in time where when he was still in the NICU, the nurses were like, he's not going to come home yet. And I didn't know how long my son was going to stay in the NICU. But I went to that NICU every day and I prayed for him and I thanked God for him and I nursed him. I didn't do formula. I breastfed my son so that he had a fighting chance in everything. Jobs were wanting to let me go. I don't care. Let me go. My child's life is more important and I will figure out the rest. And I did. And God allowed me to have all of the provisions that I need. So don't take the things the the basic things that you have for granted and definitely don't take the larger things for granted I mean because again we're not promised the next day and I can't like I literally can't do enough podcasts to get you all to understand that we are not promised again you don't have to worship or believe in the God that I believe in however there is some higher power that you are going to want to connect with because there's something that you believe in. There's something that you have to believe in. Like, 
I'm telling you, if you take the time to read the Bible, I promise you, you will see yourself in it. And if you don't, again, you need to then do a self-evaluation because I am telling you, you are in there. You just have to be legitimately real with self in order to see yourself in the Bible and, and wholeheartedly get what it is sharing with you. I mean, because we as people we're selfish let's just let's be real we're selfish we're like oh it doesn't it it doesn't affect me oh that ain't my family oh that's not my household but let me tell you something it does affect you because previous topics that I spoke about bullies you're not handling your business as a parent at home that child then goes to school and and acts out of pocket causes ruckus the whole nine yards and guess what now that's affecting somebody else's child that's affecting those teachers because now they're more stressed out that's affecting all the children in the classroom's education because they acting out of pocket and here's my thing taking your children to therapy is not bad if it's gonna help them if it's gonna give them what they need so that you as a parent at home know how to um deal with your kids and then you can give the school some food for thought on how to handle situations when they arise with your child then by all means do it but don't believe that just because you know it's not directly 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 excuse me affecting you right at that moment that you simply just like oh that is simply not affecting because it is. And the effect comes in different forms through your children. When you're stressed out on at work, your children don't have anything to do with it. It's not directly affecting them. But when you come home stressed out, what happens? Now your children are affected. Everything in life affects your family, yourself, your being, your way of living one way or another. And the moment that we stop feeling like oh well that homeless man don't have nothing to do with me that doesn't affect me but it does and it should it should affect your spirit that it it would it would convict you to even just buy the person something to eat helping somebody doesn't always require giving them money run up the street to the store get them something to eat turn back around give it to them what what did that hurt absolutely nothing People get so caught up, oh, well, I worked for that money. You don't have to have that money. You could go to work and lose that job. Now what? But I bet you, you won't take into account how you looked at that person and just passed them right on by. Believe me, God will show you why you should do some of the things that you should do, period. He'll show you why. And if you don't believe why you should, believe me he'll show you because you could be in that very same position look at those federal workers 34 days that the government was shut down and people were starting to lose their homes did you pitch into the pot did you pitch in at church if your church took up a love offering for your federal workers that were inside of your church did you pitch into that even if it was just five dollars some coins you know 
you can feed your family from Dollar Tree. Let me just let me just tell you that. You can feed your family from Dollar Tree. You don't always have to have a nine, ten course meal. You can feed your family. I promise you. Seven dollars will allow you to fix some spaghetti. Matter of fact, I yes, seven dollars. And I've done it. You weren't in their place in their position. You probably like, well, they should have been saving some money just in case. But who would have thought that by any means that the government would have been shut down for 34 days, 17 days longer than Obama did it. And 17 and of those 17 days that the government was shut down, they received their back pay and people were the government was shut down so that people could get health insurance and and go to the doctors like Cardi B said so that you could get your body checked out your grandmother and your grandfather could get their medicine and get their bodies checked out don't get so caught up and and this is my world this is my bubble this is my circle that you fail to realize that everybody in here everybody in this world is a beating heart and you can't say whether somebody else deserves it or not because somebody could be looking at you saying that you don't deserve it 100 percent, we have to stick together the race thing that's still going on is freaking pathetic at this point it's stupid it's pointless it's pathetic to have any arguments or banters or anything about race because literally at the end of the day when you die i die guess what all our blood comes out the exact same color and when we go into the ground our skin falls off and guess what we are left with hair nails or hair teeth and bones and after a while the hair withers away. Come on, people. Let's be real. Stop looking at people based on their skin color and thinking that determines exactly who they are and what they are about. It doesn't. What determines that is how they were raised, where they were raised, who they were raised around. What adults influenced their life? What adults came into their world and helped them through their tumultuous situations? If you acting out of pocket and, and, and you treating people real crazy and you don't have no contrite about that, something's wrong. You should always feel a level of contrite when you are acting out of pocket because of how you treated somebody else. And here's my thing. If somebody treating you crazy, don't reciprocate that. Pray for them. Because you definitely going to get blessings when you praying for somebody else that's acting real out of pocket. I'm, I'm just 100% saying. Be sure to count your blessings because you never know what somebody else is going through. 
And most people won't speak up because they're scared that they're going to look be looked at crazy or somebody's going to frown upon their situation or that somebody's just going to tell them but not physically help them. Sometimes people really need a shoulder. They need a way out. Uh, they need anything. Even if you give them the resources like, hey, look, you can go here and they'll help you with this. That is absolutely better than nothing. And just because you've done it for a few people and they didn't take your advice doesn't mean the third, the fourth, the fifth person that comes your way isn't going to need that help. Everything that happens directly affects you one way or another. And let me tell you, 34 days of a governmental shutdown, somebody could have already been a ticking time bomb. Now they out here robbing places, killing people just to be able to get what they want. That doesn't affect you because now you're walking on the street like, oh my goodness, we got to look out for this person. Oh my goodness, we got to make sure this person is straight. Oh my goodness, what if that's that's in my neighborhood? That's in my neck of the woods. No, babies, y'all can't go outside. No, I ain't staying outside late. That directly affects you. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own head. Start counting your blessings. And while you're counting your blessings, be a blessing to somebody else. Legitimately. Yesterday, when I delivered those packages, when I read that article about those children, I prayed for my children and I prayed for those people that are having to do dialysis inside their homes. I prayed for them because I thought that it not only what did I feel like it was vital for me to pour a blessing over their life with prayer but I also prayed for my family because that type of stuff that affected me because I know for sure that not only could I be in a position where I need dialysis but also something could happen where I lose my children tragically and I I I don't want that like I just couldn't I I can't say that I don't want that because there's a lot of things we want and don't want but I just could not imagine that coming to fruition and I it just it just blows my entire mind it does so count your blessings y'all I mean, it is nothing to count your blessings. It's nothing. It takes no time to pray for somebody else. It takes no time to ensure that you are sending up a prayer for those that you know, you don't know, that are going through something. If you know them, call them by name so that God can hear it. If you don't know it, just speak over everybody, all the Johns, all the Roberts, all the Stacys, all the Camerons, all the Jordans, female and male, uh, just just call out names. Even if you don't know them by last name, so what? Call out the first name. The name don't exist. It might come to fruition that a, a child get that name. So just go down a book of names. Abigail's, Abby's, Stacy's, Audrey's, Tiffany's, Cheryl's, Shannon's, Call out their names and pray for them wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. I hope that morning motivation and and this topic blesses your spirit. Because we need to understand that we aren't the only ones just walking this work, this earth, that have troubles, 
that that need a handout, that need a hand up, that, you know, need a blessing. And we're not the only ones sometimes that don't count our blessings. So let's just make sure that we are, you know, doing those things. And I'm telling you, I really feel in my spirit that the world would be a much better place if we all started counting our blessings and stopped acting like we were too good to help others or what have you. Just as a friendly reminder, the Business Expo is March 9th. That is the next event that I am having. I am a part of several other events that are happening around Nashville. If you uh, follow my gold lining page on Facebook, I'll be posting all of those events there. So um, if you know any designers or stylists, makeup artists, uh, hairstylists, anything of that nature, you know, they can come to these events you know, work and and get their name out there, do the makeup, style, what have you. Um, And with that being said, uh, March 9th from 12 to 5 at venue 109, which is 109 Q Lane, is a business expo that is taking place. It is open to the public for you to come in and shop and have a good time, meet people. You may end up meeting a vendor that you need for... uh, a wedding, a party, what have you. Um, I'll be there. Uh, Bonita's Bonnets will be there. So it'll be a lot of things that are happening, a lot of different businesses. We're trying to get hairstylists out there to talk about hair care. And plus, you could meet a hairstylist and you really need your hair done. Natural hairstylists who have natural hair products, things of that nature. So come on out. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing to your life. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a really good time and the whole nine yards. Also, if you want to connect with me personally, you can follow me on Chanel Patterson on Facebook and Instagram style the number two and swank S-W-A-N-K. I think I'm kind of funny sometimes, right? (laughs) When I'm not, you know, wrapped inside my own world of of being a motivational speaker or leaving motivational um, messages behind. But yes, follow me connect with me. I'd love to connect with you all. I have several businesses that's taking place. So once you follow me as Chanel Patterson, you'll be able to follow me everywhere else. You all, it has been a wonderful Tuesday. Be blessed. Make sure that you, you know, count your blessings. Like I said, stay positive, smile, send positive vibes, and you all have a blessed and wonderful day.